What's up, guys? Welcome to episode three of the Senior Quotes Podcast brought to you by Crunch Time Sports. I am joined by the one and only Jack Coleman. Jack, what's going on? How's it going, guys? Big episode today. We're doing a New York episode, talking about some New York teams. There's been a lot in the news lately. For sure. Uh, making headlines, so we want to get into that. Yeah, and it's not all New York, but definitely the you know main... Uh, idea, maybe like you know what this episode is going to center around for the most part. And we're joined. Our guest today is the one and only Jack Butterfield. Hey guys, on? thank you for having me. How you doing? You excited? Yeah, I'm really excited. Gonna have some hot takes on these yeah, sports. Yeah. Well, we've got three three Giants fans, but really three New York fans in the building right yes, now. Sir. So we're gonna have a lot of opinions. It should be a good time. All right, so let's jump right into it. I mean, we might be a little pressed for time, a little assembly after this period. So we got we got a little bit on our plate, but. Um, I believe you read your quote first last time, so right, I will sure. Go ahead. shoot right into this one. Um, I'm not even going to give it. I'm not even going to give an introduction for it. I'm honestly at a loss for words. I'm truly pissed about is what what has taken place today. This decision is one of the stupidest I've seen in my time being ASAP with pro sports. Okay. I don't really um, know what ASAP means yeah, in the yeah, context there, yeah, but yeah, you know. it doesn't really. Yeah. Matter. All right. Okay. Um, I think this is about Eli. Okay. Um, not exactly sure who said it. Let's mm-hmm. just go with um, maybe it's someone outside of the organization. Uh, yeah, for sure. Right? Jack, I'm going to put a timer on. Yeah. We're going to try a little 24-second okay, cool. shot um, clock. I'm going to – is it – can I ask if it's another player or is it someone yeah. in a different position? It is a player. Okay. It is a player. Okay. But, um, yeah, seconds. it is a player. It is a player. Player. Um, I'm going to go with, like, another quarterback, maybe, like, Phillip Rivers okay. or like Tom Brady. Interesting. Okay. Um, it's not Philip Rivers, Tom Brady, anybody. It's Justin Tuck, former okay, so, New York Giant. Okay. So I will give you a half point. We yeah. have decided, we have decided finally, mm-hmm. that you get a half point for figuring out the topic, and then the other half is who said that quote. Because yeah. obviously there have been a little bit of complications with the scoring system, but we've got that figured out. So Jack, you will get the first half point, and let's talk about Eli Manning. Because okay. what just happened this past this week? Is, the Giants have just crumbled. Big. Okay. <laughs> I want to give my take on this first. Yeah, go for it. Okay. If you're the Giants, you have a two-time Super Bowl MVP in Eli Manning. Yes, you That did. is a franchise player. Yep. He has been composed, held himself as one of the greatest in the game. Yeah. As a, as a quarterback outside of the game, he has also been respected mm-hmm. and loved by fans and other players alike. Okay? For sure. That's a player you want to retire for your organization. Yeah. You go and do this, and it's just utter disrespect. Mm-hmm. What were they thinking? Did they think the fans were going to approve of this? Definitely not. The other players? <laughs> no, Definitely no. not. What are they thinking? Well, <laughs> here's where my argument takes a shift. Mm-hmm. You are one of the worst teams in the league right, right? now. Right, yeah. You're getting a top, as of right now, top two pick. Yeah. There's a chance you can get the top quarterback in the draft. Right, yeah. Well, I'm not sure if I would go with that right now, uh-huh. but you want to look at your options. For sure. You have Webb and you have Geno Smith, both you know, up in the air, Webb being a rookie, Gino having that tumultuous pass. Mm-hmm. But you need to assess the situation. What they should have done was play Eli, continue to start Eli. Yeah, yeah. And with this season being so up in the air, if we're up or down by, you know, plus two touchdowns, mm-hmm. put him in. Yeah. Give yeah, him a yeah, chance. Yeah. Yes. But now, to just completely, A, you, you ruin Eli's streak. He, Eli doesn't even care about the streak. But as fans, yeah. we get obsessed with stuff like that. You ruin a streak. That annoys us. For sure. Then you go and, and disrespect him, not even by putting Webb. I mean, Webb is in, he's injured, right? I, I don't even think he is. Out. I just think he hasn't practiced with the okay. team. Yeah, yeah. Healthy scratch. All right. Yeah. So 
you go and put in Gino. That is just disrespect seeing as what he did in his past year when last time he played, think about that game. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah. And you go and put him in. Yeah. So that's just utter disrespect to Eli. Now, what I think happens next, I don't know. Does Eli stay? I want him to stay as a fan. He's back starting this week. I he want is. him to stay. He is. But at the same time, I don't blame him for wanting to leave. No doubt. And I mean, if yeah. hot take right here, real go, quick. Go, go, go. If he does leave, I'm calling Jacksonville. I was Tom also going to say Jacksonville. And he's got the example of, of Peyton yeah, leaving, exactly. playing for the Broncos, winning a Super Bowl championship. Right. All right, so I'll pick up on that because – I agree with a lot of things you said in it. One thing that really struck me was that, you know, McAdoo goes out there and tells us that the best option for the Giants to win, the guy who gives them the best chance to win is Geno Smith. Which is just telling, just lying straight to the media, you know, like putting a straight face and telling them that Geno is the guy Mm -hmm. when he clearly isn't. And, I mean, this was a decision that just... I mean, Gino is not the future of the New York Giants. There's no doubt about that. Davis Webb has a chance to be a contributor, you know, but but he hasn't played it all this season. He hasn't really suited up for that many games, if any, really. So he wasn't going to be the option, and that's who they chose to go with. But then, you know, fast forward, not even a week later, Ben McAdoo's canned, and then they're like, oh, Eli, you're right back in. So that legacy, that streak, is just gone. And if you watch that game um, on Sunday... Mm -hmm. Same problems as usual. It's yeah. Gino getting sacked. Yep. It's right. the same plays. That e- exact same. Yeah. That game wouldn't have gone yeah. any different if it was Eli playing. Exactly. Because, and maybe mm. Eli would have been better. Yeah, in terms I think he'd of be scoring. better. Yeah. But it's the line. Mm-hmm. You need to build up a line. Right. And it, for years, listen, Evan Engram was great. Great yeah. pick. He's a great tight end. Yeah. But necessary so in terms of needing to build an O-line, we need yeah. a, a decent line. Because Eli behind a good line, look at both of his two Super Bowl wins. Right, one of the greatest. Oh my gosh, for sure. Watch Sean O'Hara, who exactly. expressed um, a lot of disappeval, I guess, exactly. for that decision. Same Eli, with David Deal. Yeah. Listen, Eli could be one of the top quarterbacks in the league behind a great line. Still, right. I, I think so. I, I, will I, side I, by I would, that I would agree with that. Um, um, let's see. The first um, offensive tackle picked after Engram was number thirty-two, Ryan Ramchick, the guy out of Wisconsin, went to the Saints. Okay. Yeah. Um, Cam Robinson was a guy I really wanted them to yeah. pick. It was yeah. thirty-four to the nice Jaguars. Mm-hmm. You know, either of those guys have been very serviceable. And then Forrest Lamp, the um, guard from Western Kentucky, went to the Chargers. So there were yeah. three guys up there who could have gone in that area. And then people also thought Jerry Reese, who's gone as well, which I'm I'm, I'm actually happy more happy him. about than the yeah. Matthew decision. Yeah, but. I mean, I like the Ingram pick as well, but everyone thought it was a reach then too, you know, and it wasn't our needs, which is exactly what you said. Right. Um, I think they were too desperate to try to find that tight end after O.J. Howard went to the Bucks. Yeah. I think so too. And I mean, Ingram's great though. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm happy with the great, pick right but now. But it's time to build up a line. Right? For sure. Or at least, like, in terms of looking ahead, we have a top two pick. If the Browns don't go for Saquon Barkley, mm, you I think? mean, that's an interesting Listen, if Eli... You can build up the line later on in the draft, maybe. But, okay, okay. But I will say, taking some of that pressure off of Eli mm-hmm. and having a great back to go to, look at, look at Dak. If you didn't have Zeke, how great do you think that Cowboys true, right? would have been? very true. If you take pressure off of difference. always giving it off to Eli, because Eli can't run. They right, can't right. run the ball. Not a versatile. So, yeah. all I'm saying is, it's a good option to look for if you have that top pick. And I... If you can keep Eli, I don't know if getting a quarterback this year is the move, especially well, with getting Webb the previous year, and he's you know a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's really interesting player. because um, WalterFootball.com, they do mock drafts I think almost every week mm-hmm. at this point. Um, as of December 2nd, so that was before uh, the last set of games, right. yeah. 
they had the Cleveland Browns picking Josh Rosen number one, mm-hmm. quarterback UCLA. The Niners were still ahead of us at this point. Okay, now right. that's changed. Um, they had them taking Barkley because okay. they don't need a, okay. a line really or a quarterback. Like and then the Giants at three picking Lamar Jackson. Really? That's not the quarterback that I would have Oof. in mind. I would say so. Sam that Darnold. is really what's interesting. I, I think they're they're Jackson. considering Sam Darnold could return to USC. I'm, oh, I'm not gonna lie. I like Jackson a lot, and he's kind of a. Different quarterback thing. I mean, for sure. He fits like the typical Giants quarterback. Yeah. Think about what Gino just did, though. He becomes the first African-American quarterback to start in all-time Giants history. The last team to ever start a uh, black quarterback. So that... Would be such a switch. I, I was wow. kind of surprised with Geno's play. Yeah, for everyone, you know, bagging him. He game, wasn't terrible. He was not. Bad. Both of his fumbles would have been fumbled and, by Eli. Right. And yeah. even then, there were some other ones that Eli could have fumbled, fumbled, but because Geno was kind of faster. Yeah. And he got out of a lot of yeah. more yeah. plays. So I think so. I'll give that to him. You know, nothing against him. He right. can't decide this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm going to get into my quote. We basically already talked about okay. it. But that's to be expected with this episode. Yeah, so for sure. We agreed that wholesale changes needed to be made in this organization to get us back to the team that we expect to be. So who's saying this and about what? I mean, okay. So to say about what? This has to be. I'm just going to go straight out and say it. I think it's uh, John Mayer talking yep. about just everything Giant. that's happened. Yep. That's <laughs> you know, they had to clean house, and so far they've taken out the two most influential yeah. people mm-hmm. on this coaching. Or, uh, on this in this front office, I guess, right? right? So, uh, good old Spags. I think Spagnolo is going to leave too. I think really? this was. I was talking to my dad about this. He hasn't been the best this year. Obviously, his defense has been plagued right. by injury as well. Mm-hmm. But um, does he stay? I mean, you saw what he did with the Rams a few years ago as head coach. Sure, that team mm-hmm. didn't have much talent, mm-hmm. but he was not a great coach there. One thing I would like to say about Spagnolo is this year hasn't really been his year for the defense, a lot of them being injured. And also, I've noticed a lot of guys just giving up. Well, mm. think about it this it, way. That's true. Though. If you're basically the Giants defense, I don't know the exact numbers of how many minutes or time they're on the field, sure. but the offense was not getting anything done. And first part of the season, defense was playing mostly. I remember right. the first game of the season. It was Against entirely Dallas. defense. Yeah, yeah. Entirely. BJ Goodson, 15 so, tackles yeah. or something. Thus, yeah. defensive players are at a higher risk of getting injured. Right? Yeah. That hurts them. Then they're tired rest of the game. If you have a decision to put in that extra mile to get to sack a player or tackle someone, it's not going to happen when you're playing the entire game. Yeah. I don't. I just don't think that it's Spagnuolo's no, fault. Sure. No, it's not his fault. Honestly, no, no, no. I can't even say it's McAdoo's fault this season. The only thing that I will because look at mm. McAdoo's winning record last last year, getting right. into eleven the and five. Okay, now two and ten. Yes, though. I mean I will say. We've had a lot of injuries. Yeah. I think if we had the season starting off with Odell, I think it would have been a completely different right. season. Right, remember, you, you got hurt in yeah. preseason. Yeah. I think that's different. I also think that if McAdoo, if he doesn't um, have the beginning of the season where he's calling plays and stuff and not yeah. letting uh, the offensive coach Mike take Sullivan, care of yeah. it, yeah, yeah. then it's an issue. And you need to know when to hand off. Uh, to different that responsibility. positions yeah, in, your yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in your on your team. His decision making's been really poor this season, yeah, and I think sure. even going into the season, their expectations were so high. Mm-hmm. On it personally, I don't think they should have been that high, um, due to everything that's been going on this yeah. season. But um, I don't. I really think that McAdoo hasn't. Um, well, I think besides the line, the O line, you still have. One of the better teams, and look at that defense. Their defense, that defense right. is fantastic. Defense is def- the front four going is into this season, I would say it, defense last is top three. Is fantastic. Even next season, I can see this defense being great. Right, they, they still have. You look at, they you look at tight end. We had a, we 
were unsure of Evan Ingram. Looked right. like a big build, basically yeah. a receiver out there. Yeah. yeah, he's been great. So tight end, we're fine. Yeah. Quarterback, we had Eli. We were fine. Wide receiver, we theoretically should be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Odell, we arguably were the best, arguably the best wide receiver. Yeah. Wide receiver. Marshall's expectations yeah. were too high. Right. I will say that. Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard's been great. He was yeah. good. In a slide. I, I like Roger Lewis a lot. Roger I did Lewis too. Senior, junior. But yeah, yeah, I like him a lot as well. And, you know, there's been some games this year where Darkwell has been getting some yep. all right looks. Yeah. So, Look, theoretically, everything works, but it's the line. It comes back to the line and getting slide so. protection. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'm going to say the Giants as a whole, and I think you could see this with Brandon Marshall, with even Odell, they're a team that thrives under the radar when they're right. not hyped up when they don't have the big expectations yeah. but then when you put all this pressure oh this could be the Super Bowl champion in 2018 and then you see Marshall go out and then you see Odell go out with an injury and you just see guys underperforming yeah. like this is not what this team needed think about the dream team from the Philadelphia Eagles days when right. Vince Young right. said this team is going to go win it all Nandi Asimov the big signing of this of the offseason and nothing worked as planned. You know, right, look at them yeah. now. No one thought the Eagles were going to be doing anything, and here they are, ten and two, or whatever this they are. It's weird, though. It's very weird it's because weird they've season. they've only beaten one team with a winning record as of yeah, now. Yeah, so that's not even that's really strange. But they're at the top, though. You know, yeah. and no one expected that. I think in the playoffs, they could meet a team that will take them down. Yeah. Mainly if they end up playing the Saints yeah. or something like yeah. that. But, I mean, going into this season, their strength of schedule did look pretty tough. I mean, you yeah, play the Giants twice, play the Cow- you play everyone in the division right. twice. And, I mean, you can't, obviously you can't choose who you play and when you play them in the season, yeah. how tough they are. But, I mean, you have to give credit to the Eagles for being oh, 10 for sure. at this point. Yeah, 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 no doubt. And, I mean... Just like Jack said, to cap off that conversation, it's been a very weird season, for sure. Really, with a lot um, of injuries. I think there's going to be a lot of change next season, for yep, sure. In terms so. of player contracts, I think that's yeah. going to change, because look at NBA and MLB players with the amount of money they're getting. And wow. just nowadays, NFL players, you, you see people like in the NBA like Kelly Olynyk, Yeah. Getting insane yeah. contracts. No doubt. And, you know, all these top-name receivers are getting next right. to nothing. Well, sure. there's going to be some change. In the for end. sure. There's definitely going to be change. And I think in terms of that weird Monday to Thursday turnaround, or mm. Sunday to yes. Thursday. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Thursday night you, football is going to be Thursday night change. football. Why don't that... Um, we always have the game in London or whatever on uh-huh. Saturday mornings. Yeah. Why not just put on a couple games on Saturday mornings before college football before starts? Before college football, maybe. Because that's big. Yeah, because you don't want to mess with college football. With no, yeah. But before it starts, 9:30 starts people will get perfect. up for football. I think so. People are up already on Sundays watching yeah. the NFL Red Zone in the morning. That's yeah. true. Put on a game then and I'm, take rid of My boy take Akbar, Bajmi Mill. Take away Thursdays. Yeah. All right, so I'm ready to move on to our next topic. That was a great discussion about the Giants, but we've got some other New York topics to take care yeah, of. Okay, do. here we go. This is from the MLB. He's got some special traits. He understands the game as well as anyone because he's been around it as long as anyone. And he studied it as much as anyone. It's in his blood. I'm not going to ask you who said this. It's Jim Bowden, a former Reds general manager. Okay. Yep. Um, so is this about a player? Is this a player or not? All I need to um, it's about New York baseball right now. I mean, okay. um, I think that, that gives it away as much as anything. But Yeah. So is this is this about hiring Aaron Boone? It's totally about hiring okay. Aaron Boone, and this is the Reds general manager. I'll give you a full point for that one yeah, because sure. I wouldn't expect you to yeah, get the no, GM. No, no, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, this is about 
uh, well, the Reds general manager is the guy who drafted Aaron Boone back oh, in the 90s, oh, so God. that's why he was such a good guy okay. to hear his opinion about this. Mm-hmm. And it, as my dad and I were talking about, Aaron Boone comes from a very um, a family full of baseball. You know, Brett Boone, his brother, was another player, and I yeah. believe his dad also played in the MLB. Mm-hmm. So while he only played for the Yankees for one season, obviously hit that iconic home run against the Red Sox, but otherwise he was just a stopgap third baseman for Alex Rodriguez to come replace him the year mm-hmm. after. But he was an all-star that season. People forget about that. Okay. Um, and, I mean, we didn't win the World Series in 03, sadly, but he was still a contributor for that one year. Yeah. Now, Throw it off the shoulder. <laughs> I mean, come on. But, no so, a lot, 27 right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard a lot of people saying, um, you know, oh, I don't like Aaron Boone on ESPN. He's boring. Like, he's this, that. I didn't want him. You can't judge that off of that. You know, <laughs> Cashman, right. Cashman and everyone else, they saw something in him when he interviewed. I personally wanted Carlos Beltran. If you want okay. to pick someone with yeah. no experience, that's who I wanted. There's also Rob Thompson in the Yankees system who ends up going to the Phillies as a bench coach. And then you had, I do not remember, Mullins is his last name. He was another yeah. former Yankee. Yeah. yeah, yeah, who speaks like three different languages. He would have been perfect if Otani yeah. wanted to come yeah. to the East Coast, but he didn't. No, no um, yeah, I mean, There were some good options. It was just I, a weird, I, under- yeah. I understand it, though. Dude, I, did you see the headline about him? Like, yeah, yeah that's, like he's New a York chicken. Was ripping, yeah, yeah. I, didn't, no I, didn't, I didn't like I didn't, that. Literally, that's. That's what he wanted to avoid. Yeah. And then that's what happened. So, so fine. Yeah. Yeah. Be that way. Ridiculous. I, I get it. Yeah. It's fine. Some guys can't handle that New York mentality. I mean, it's rough. It's a tough place to play. Yeah. It's a tough place to play. And there are only few who make it. Right. Um, so, back to this, though. Um, I was discussing this with a few people. Um, the fact that Aaron Boone has no managerial experience. And a lot of the guys, actually everybody who they interviewed had no managerial experience. They wanted somebody who would be new. Mm-hmm. And I think Cashman wants more control of that position. And I think, okay. is that is that a big problem? It's tough to say. Because obviously he has a vision of where this team's going to go. And this is a very talented team. Who thought that we'd make the ALCS and lose in seven games? I surely didn't. I thought we were missing the playoffs. So... To see these guys, you know, Didi had a great season. Aaron Judge mm-hmm. obviously had a great mm-hmm. season. Gary Sanchez, all these guys. It's a core that I think is going to make Boone's job a little bit easier, right? He's going to come in, take on a team who needs some leadership. Maybe they'll, re- uh, excuse me, relate to the former player, you know, because he only retired in '09, I believe. So yeah. he's, yeah, I think he's going to be a good role model and a good position, but we don't know how good of a manager he'll be. I'm saving right. a lot of my comments because my next quote is also related to this. Okay. Um, so I guess I'll just go. Let's just get right into it. Yeah, yeah sure. we can continue talking. So um, I guess just who said this? Uh, we also believe Aaron's interpersonal skills and baseball pedigree will allow him to blend with the systems we have in place, mm-hmm. our baseball operations staff, and the 25-man roster. Okay, so it's either Cashman or the owner, and mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Cashman. Yep, but, it's Cashman. Yeah. Full point there. Um, the key thing that I want to talk about here is Aaron's interpersonal skills mm-hmm. Right there. I mean, before the baseball pedigree, but yeah, yeah, yeah. interpersonal skills. That was their main issue with Joe Girardi. For right? sure. It was all communication. And yeah. I um, really, I don't know if I agree with getting rid of Girardi and just putting in Boone instead, mm. but Yankees have this mentality of going with winners and going oh, yeah. to, you know, someone who's been great for the team. Like, they'll be great in the future. Like, I don't, mm. I don't know if I agree with, like, Girardi's been there. Yeah. He's, he's you know, passed the test of time and he's... Mm. Someone that could have taken this young team to a World Series. He got right? close for he sure. Could. Yeah. He definitely could. Yeah. And regardless, I I say you gave you give Girardi at least another chance next year. Mm-hmm. Maybe try to get yeah, to a yeah, World yeah. Series. There's no reason to get rid of him after but now, the expectations. Now they're setting Boone up for failure. Because if he doesn't win a World Series it's in not, a year a or point. two, 
He's yeah. out. Yeah, I don't know. Because this Brooke, is a team that, yeah, that wins yeah, yeah, yeah. Need, that sorry, that yeah. needs to win right. starting right. within the next two Right. Three I don't years. know about this year, but I agree mm-hmm. with you. you know, By next year, we should start yeah. winning. We should have we should at least be in contention. Especially with the twenty eighteen uh, World Series free agency right. class. Like exactly. Bryce Harper could be in there, exactly. Machado. They're gonna want or the Yankee fans are gonna want somebody from that class for sure. And New York fans like Jackie again. No my, knowing myself, knowing you guys, yeah. we don't put up with losing. Right. Look at the Giants. <laughs> yeah. Look at us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look, Look at that the outrage. Yeah. We're already looking ahead to next season because we know we'll be back to winning. Right. That's just the mentality. You go back to winning after you've been losing. I'm yeah. Jets fans, sorry. <laughs> but they yeah. Yeah. So my take on this Girardi move, mm-hmm. um, and from a money standpoint, it's I personally I think it's an ex- excellent move because you don't really want to sign Girardi back for maybe say six That's million right. or however much he has, yes. but you could bring in a young guy yeah. who maybe just wants one or two million to give him. Um, but my take on this is I'm not a huge fan of bringing in someone that's not really experienced. Sure, yeah. I want someone that's um, good with the young guys, he's yeah. personable, but my only problem with this is you don't you don't really communicate well with Rob Thompson. You don't mm-hmm. show him a lot of interest yeah. when he's your bench coach, he's been around he all these, these players, he yeah. knows yeah. these guys, and you don't really you don't really pursue on him and you kinda make him seem like he's unwanted. So now you're stuck. I think Aaron Boone's a nice guy. He could probably sure. bring a lot to sure. this we'll program. Give, we'll give him a try. But my only thing is, is I don't really like how he hasn't been um, experienced in this maybe coaching yeah. um, of a team at all. And if you were going to bring him in yeah. to a team that what, doesn't have the hype that this team does, that doesn't have the expectations that this team does, oh, but yeah. it's still a young team, just, right. go ahead. Did let him build and grow. new managers? There's yeah. nobody with experience. Yeah, Everybody's doing the same but, thing. But let him build and grow with the team. That's yeah, fine. Definitely. But you're taking a team that was literally in the playoffs and deep in the playoffs at that this year yeah. and just completely changing things around, bringing in a new, yeah. uh, a new coach or – yeah, it's just gonna completely mess everything up. I right. Think. I mean, I'm trying to get. I'll a give list him a here. shot, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to get a list of people that have come in. But two names that I just saw at the top: uh, Alex Cora is the okay. new Red Sox manager. Yeah. Never managed before. Uh, he was part. Of, he's part of the Astros staff, which is great. He's a winner as well, yep. and he's a former Red Sox. So basically, what we're doing, right? Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. a good hire. Who is Gabe Kapler? That's the Phillies <laughs> manager, and I know. Um, oh, he, he's been. I I don't know if he. I really don't know. He's another um, former player. Okay. He played the outfield, and he moved around the league a lot. So he's just a guy who has a lot of experience, but with a lot of different teams. It's just like, that's what's going on. It's new managers who used to be players. It's yeah. not former managers who are going to bring their experience right. here. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, with the Yankees, you have a young team. They have gotten this far when they were young, when the expectations were yeah. so low. And I think going forward... You're one of the best teams in the league, and you could play with the World Series champion, bring them to seven games. Mm-hmm. Um, main goals, I think you have to make sure that everyone's happy mm-hmm. with the team and with the, with the pick that they had with Boone. Mm-hmm. You have to get CC back for maybe yes. a year or so. Yeah. Yes. Um, I wouldn't do any longer. Um, he, obviously, he's getting older, but he's really this team's leader. He's this yeah, guy so. that's been there before. He knows what it's like to win, and, that's, and he that, does win games. That, I, that's I when you need veteran players. Well, when when you've had, when you get a new coach or yeah, sorry manager. Yeah. Um, no, that works too. Yeah, yeah, either way. <laughs> Any sport, for yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, when you get someone new, you need the older guys to step up oh, and help no, out. No doubt. And I was gonna say, so, what do you guys think? Um, 
how much of an impact did the acquisition of Todd Frazier play on this team? Because he, when I saw that trade made, I was like, Todd Frazier, uh, he's like a fill-in guy at third base. I was happy about David Robertson. But he comes in and he had some, yeah, Kinley's awesome too, but he had some clutch hits. But more importantly, he was the personality of the the dugout. You know, Mm. he he got everybody going. And then after that, you had them making the fake camera to like interview them after the home runs and stuff. It all kind of, I feel like it came from the acquisition of Frazier. He's a local guy too, right? Yes, yes. Yes. I mean, he's grown up with that mentality of New York. And I think he's a great fit. And I'm excited to see what he brings I in terms of leadership. Yeah, 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 I really yeah, yeah. Year to come. Because he's another free agent as well. Yeah. So. But then also you have to look forward to 2018. If Manny Machado is available, do you yeah. still, what do you do about yeah. that? One year away, for sure. And then um, we have uh, Miguel Andujar, who I'm not right. sure if he's MLB ready, but I think he was called up to the 40 man. So, yeah. yeah. But um, with the Todd Frazier thing, I think he's going to ask for a little bit more money and maybe a couple more years. And that's where Cashman's right. going to have to step in and decide, yeah. do we really want him personally? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if we get him back for a year, that'd be great. Right. He's another team leader with CC. Um, Again, he's experienced, good third baseman, and he's a good contact hitter. So, I mean... I think the ideal... Yeah, sorry. I was just going to say the ideal um, outcome of this offseason for both of them would be a one-year deal for both of them. Right. Because you don't want their salary clogging up anything in 2018. But to get them for a year, and like you guys said, to introduce Aaron Boone with some veteran leadership is an... Ideal situation for sure. Exactly. Okay, I have my final quote. Um, right now, the score is two to one and a half. A high-scoring game. I, I think we're breaking some records I'm gonna here. I'm gonna get you with the last one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. I mean, I think this one might be easy. It's a short quote. Um, I need you to say the player's name to get the full point. Okay. I do not need a trophy to define me as a player. I do not need a trophy to define me as a player. Oh, uh, what sport are we talking about? Uh, we're talking college football. College football. Um, the finalists for the Heisman Trophy were announced. Okay, so someone who was not included in the Heisman. I won't say, but just I do not need a trophy to define me as a player. Or maybe someone in who isn't it concerned could be. about it. Let's put the 24-second shot clock on the board. Actually, you're going to have a few more um, seconds. So I did actually notice this yesterday, but are we going... Right. Uh, this is about Saquon Barkley? It is about snubbed. Saquon Barkley, yeah, but, yes, sir. So if you didn't really I just need that to double shot check, make yeah, sure yeah, yeah, yeah. he was, because I thought I read that yesterday. Right, so that is Saquon Barkley. Um, switching a little bit, Penn State, not too far out of New York, but, you know, yeah. we're switching up a little bit. Um, and actually, you could relate this back to the, our previous conversation about yeah. the Giants, because he is a target yep, of the Giants, definitely. most likely. Um, but let's talk about him in college. He had an amazing start to this season, yeah. but, I mean, midway through, I mean, he, he was held to some disappointing games you could say disappointing performances and while recently he's played pretty well it just wasn't enough not enough consistent effort to stay with Bryce Love in terms of running backs yeah, or Baker right. Mayfield Penn State's right. relevant again though hey, they are that. Yeah. 10 and Penn 2 Penn State yeah. is relevant so I'm happy to see that I'm happy State to see that he was kind of the guy to get it going yeah no doubt um, but yeah he, he left an impact on this team that for years to right. come you know redefines who they were and, and you know with all the sad tragedy that happened right there. Mm-hmm. You know where and the where the program really is looking to go. Yeah, the final uh, finalist is um, Lamar Jackson, who we also talked about recently. Uh, uh, I don't know about that. So let's talk about Barkley, though. If you look at his game log, he started off with a bang, 172 yards versus Akron, mm-hmm. and then yeah, he still put in two eleven against two, at Iowa. Two, two, at Iowa. Yeah. Um, he had a eight against Michigan, one fifty eight against Nebraska. Big game. Three touchdowns Big against game. Nebraska. That's, How about? That's like, how about seven touchdowns in his last three games combined? Mm. Like That's you got You see that, and you see look, he's making it back. If you look at his last five games, though, 
mm-hmm. hasn't again, yeah. the two lo- the two losses that they had. Um, touchdown wise, he still scored mm-hmm. um, in the Ohio State game. That was a really close game. It I was, feel bad yeah. that they lost that one. Yeah. But the Michigan State game, he was not noticeable. Also close, but you're right. Yeah, that yeah. was like I'll give him some uh, leniency because that was. A really long game that had a lot yeah. of rain delays. So I mean, Ooh, you yeah, can't really sure. blame anyone for that game. But I think if you look at those two games and those two losses that Penn State's had this season, mm-hmm. it really it shows, shows right. It shows how much of an impact he has. Right. And if he does, if they shut him down, mm-hmm. just like if you shut Zeke down for the yep. Cowboys, exactly. you know, you turn the whole team apart. Yeah. Now if you go to that big Nebraska win though, fifty six forty four, he has three touchdowns. That's big. Yeah. Two hundred and twenty uh, total yards, something ridiculous. Yeah, that's big time. I think that's Heisman numbers, but I think so too. I think so too. But I mean, yeah, and especially considering <laughs> that any win that they do have seems to have a correspondence to him doing well in that game. Yep. And that's a that's a Heisman player. Yeah. That is someone that yeah. is basically the MVP. Someone that will make yeah. or break a team. So you look at players around the league, no matter what team we're talking about or sport we're talking about right. here. Look at like Russell Westbrook. Without him, sure. where the Thunder? Yeah, good, good garbage. Point. So <laughs> <laughs> look at Saquon Barkley here, and you know same, same there'd situation. be a lot more yeah. L's in the. I uh, think so too. Right, and it was all calm for sure. And then real quick about the three Heisman candidates, Baker Mayfield has had a spectacular season. Yeah, he's my I love him right now. He is my nothing but respect for my. There you go. If he nothing but respect <laughs> for my Heisman. If he enters the draft. Do you want the Giants to pick him? Uh, like, absolutely I, I, not. No, I was just <laughs> no, saying, no. He's like a Johnny yeah. Manziel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. um, amazing college like, quarterback. Please don't NFL. mess it up. No. Please don't mess it up, <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Don't mix but, our words. But, but um, yeah. we love you. <laughs> if you're listening. That's we, a college player. We, Sorry. We want you to succeed. Please don't be Johnny Manziel. Oh, my gosh. Take the take oh, lead yeah. by storm. No drugs, no drinks. I'll buy a jersey. I'll, I'll be a fan. Wherever you go, we'll support you're you. You're a baller, but just don't mess it up. Right. That's true. All you have so much to look for. So you're a <laughs> finalist. So you're much. Get, you're going to make money. You're going to the NFL. No I hope. Doubt. I mean, you know the I love combination of him and Odell? That would be amazing. Absolutely <laughs> horrifying. That's, so bad. That's, that's a New well, York fan. John Mara had like a heart to heart with Odell. He told oh, him like, right. he told him like, do you want this to be your legacy? And showed him the peeing like hey, dog I mean, celebration. His reason, like, not gonna lie, I like it. I, I, I mean, I like a guy that has heart. Yeah, and puts it into he the plays game. Florida, I love sure. it. I love it. It's New York sports. Right. I love it. Hey, I'm a fan. The fans love it. It's New York. I don't know. I don't love it when he's punching right. the uh, kicker's <laughs> neck. Right. Okay, no. that, that was stupid. That <laughs> yeah, because like he starts. No, I hate when <laughs> they say too, too like too they say like, oh, Odell's crying. Like that's so bad. It's he like no, he just cares about. Yeah, yeah, he cares about his team. Like, it's um, something that the one percent of the one percent make it into the NFL. Yeah, I'm gonna get into my last. Exactly. Running out of time here. All right, let's do it. While we're talking about football, this is gonna go back to the NFL. Okay. Um, another New York team, so let's talk about this. Okay. That's the mindset that we have. From day one, I've said the chemistry is special in that group. I think there's a lot of belief among one another, and we believe we can do it. That is the only way you can approach these final four games. But you have to take one game at a time, and to quote the amazing song, uh-huh. don't stop believing. Ooh, okay. okay. So who said it? Right, 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 team. Right, right, right. I think I'm going to get a half point. I think I'm going to get a half point because um, – I see the better of the two New York NFL teams. Well, well, there's three. There's three. There's three. There's three. There's three. There's three. But so record-wise, the Buffalo Bills are better than the Jets. Right. But I'm leaning towards the New York Jets. I'd be right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's tied right now. It's tied, by the way. All right. <laughs> and we don't have any extra quotes. There's not enough time. So, all right. Put the 24 seconds on the clock I'll because my few candidates would be, crazy enough, Josh McCown. 
Um, also the coach Todd Bowles. And then somebody like Robbie Anderson from the um, receiving corps. Even a defender like Jamal Jamal Adams is the man. Um, Out of all of those, because i got to look at the clock at like 10 seconds, I'm going to go for... I'm just going to go for... Josh McCown. Yep. Yes. Oh, oh, wow. That's huge. Like Josh McCown on the quote. Um, oh, my gosh. Really why I want to talk about this. First off, Jets, I'm sorry. I, I have stopped believing. I do not <laughs> think that you are going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Look at the rest of their schedule. They got the they Patriots. The they got the Chargers. Half. They got the Saints, I think, oh, too. No. It's not going to happen. Not I'm sorry. Hey, it's Chiefs, not happening. But, but yeah. what I do want to bring up is that game from Sunday against the Chiefs. Yeah. Because well, Chiefs are 6-6 six and six and are – Tied basically <laughs> for top of the AFC West. They're, they're looking like Super Bowl right contenders. That, that's their first game. That big division is garbage right now. <laughs> what? Now they're the Broncos. They're like who, a, a few short years ago, won a Super Bowl. <laughs> we still have Von Miller, they, yeah. who was an MVP. Three and nine. And they are three and nine. That is terrible. <laughs> that is garbage. Raiders. They did have some time without Derek Carr. Give them that. Yeah. They lost Michael Crabtree for a while. Amari Cooper to a concussion. Yeah. I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, they're a team that I can see maybe taking it. Yeah, I like the Raiders. I like the Raiders, and I like the Chargers over the <laughs> hey, Chiefs. Hey, Derek, Derek yeah. Carr's clutch. I, I like, like the Raiders. I like the Raiders and Chargers over the Chiefs completely. Okay. I think the Chiefs have kind of lost so, it, especially after this loss so to the Jets. The That's Chiefs, horrible. The Chiefs' offense is so dynamic. Kareem Hunt. Okay, sure. Um, no, hold on. Kareem sure. Hunt, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, right? They mm-hmm. have all those guys. But then look at what happened against the Jets. All three of those guys played an impact. Exactly. Um, I, Travis Kelsey had two touchdowns in five minutes. I remember seeing that yeah. in the first five minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, this is this is crazy. The Chiefs going to win. Yep. And then they just blow it. The letdown for me has been the Chiefs' defense, though. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's totally um, Five-minute bell, but real quick. Yeah, we're going to cut it. Going to talk about Chargers. Go, go, um, go. I think that they've been playing really well, too. Philip Rivers has been playing decent. Uh, yeah. Keenan Allen after an injury. I love Keenan Allen. He's been hey, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been fantasy. Like except five minutes ago, I'm going to talk a little about yeah, yeah. Keenan Allen's been great this year. Yeah. Um, again, putting up double digits and consistently doing so, right. getting touchdowns. Melvin Gordon has been looking fantastic. Yeah. Saw him eat up the Giants, too. Yeah. Oh, um, so, yeah, I don't know. This division is weird and bad, but again, one of the most exciting ones to watch. Oh, as we come down. Time. Exactly. As sure. we come down to playoffs. So, I'm going to pick for the Raiders to take Okay. Them. I'm not riding with That's the Chiefs. That's tough. Because what, the Chargers are like 6-7? They're 6-6. Uh, they're they're six six six. Three-way tie for 6-6. Six six. Three-way tie. That's why I'm bringing it up. Three-way tie. Yeah, I think the hottest team of the three is the Chargers, which is so weird. No, right? Chiefs are the hottest because... They're the hottest. Oh, hottest the hottest. Right. Yeah, I think it's, it's the Chargers, right? too. Because uh, they have they've they started slow. The other two started fast. Well, I believe Derek Carr. That's crazy. Derek Carr, and I believe... I mean, without Cooper right now, it's a little rough, but... Yeah. Hey, they're going to build back. Defense is looking Marshawn good. Marshawn Lynch, he's been all right a couple Beast games. Yeah. He's been beast mode. No all right. doubt. All, all right. right. Congrats to Aiden. Hey. Great job today. Thank you very much, And thanks thank to Thank you guys for having me. Thank you, Jack yeah, Waterfield, for coming on. And thank you guys for listening. Yep. Um, we'll be back again next E-Day. Anyone else want to join, feel free to stop by. But thank you again. Yeah.